0: ago, the world was under the control of the gods, both just and menacing. All things happened because the gods willed it, but then one day the will of the gods disappeared
1: and man was left to his own devices. Many centuries have passed and the gods' voices have been silent, but now a new group of adventurers may stumble upon the secrets of the legends of the forgotten We are recording
2: welcome everybody to legends of the forgotten gods courtesy of breaking the fourth wall entertainment we are here for technically it's kind of the start of season three but not really because this is a one shot that we my myself me <laughs> myself maxwell or max whatever is dming now normally our player here zach is our dm but unfortunately, that's not the case today. He decided to hand it over to me to take over. <laughs> Jeff, for this episode.
1: Yes, and also, I would like to announce one thing. Unfortunately, the player Argus will not be with us for a little while. He's going to be off taking care of the Elven Kingdom. And since he's doing that, he will be handing the Holy Hand Grenade of Antioch over to Barry for safekeeping. Appreciate that, Argus.
2: Now... Um, what's going to happen here? It's going to be a little bit of a, a little bit of a beach day. Kind of similar to those in, like, the anime episodes or Avatar The Last Airbender. Party going to have some fun. There might be some danger. I'm not going to tell you guys yet. You're going to find out.
1: It's going to be a Demi-Gorgon, I feel it. It's going to be payback from um, on the one episode. <laughs> no, it's not going to be a Demi-Gorgon. Good. It's so, going to be a Demi-Dragon, isn't it? Nope. Okay.
2: I don't even know what that is, but no.
1: <laughs> it's pretty much uh, a very powerful dragon. Okay. Not uh, send... not Tamat or however fuck you say her name.
2: Tiamat? I would say yeah. Tiamat's like a CR30. If we had like only two of us right here, we could not defeat that thing. I know. Let's see what happens. Okay. So let's start off. Actually, before we start, I have to ask you, what time is it right now in the country where we are right now?
1: It could be whatever time you feel like it, you're the DM. good morning. Okay. So,
2: let's set the scene. The party has just ended their fight with Zaki-chan, and he has become an important ally who will hopefully be useful here on their journeys. The party goes back to the Drunk Owl Tavern. Uh, they're in the town just not too far from where Zaki Chan, the alliance with Zaki-chan was forged. Now Argos, as he is going towards the tavern with the party, he receives a message that he has been appointed the new ruler of the Elven Kingdom. So he says goodbye to the party. He shakes hands. He gives Barry a hug. And debauch a hug along with Starbucks as well and leaves. Now, you guys walk into the Drunk Owl Tavern.
1: And when you walk in here, wait, hold on. We do have a there. I did make a tavern called the Drunken Swordsman. Drunken Swordsman, that's great.
2: I made one called the Hungry Owl, so and it's kind of similar, but it's amalgamating tavern names. But you guys, as soon as you guys walk into the Drunk out Tavern, you hear applause from all of the patrons in there. Just like, woo! The room is packed. Everyone has heard of what has happened and they have ran to the tavern. All the mothers have grabbed their children. You see Carpenter. You see Wizard. You see Blacksmith Sitting at the tables, enjoying their drinks, waiting for you guys expectantly to arrive. And you guys just hear the thunderous applause. And sitting on the table. It was successful. It was indeed. Now, sitting on the table in front of you. Uh, actually, no, right. So you have a table in front of you that's about, let's see, 30 feet or so from where the uh, counter is where you guys would normally order a beer. All right, and behind that table is a burly barmaid. A what? And a burly barmaid, and What's this that? burly it's like strong. It's like it's like a dwarf, but like yeah, she's she's a dwarf basically. Okay, it's dwarven maid, and she is holding a giant apple cobbler for you
1: guys. Well, just remember, Bubba wasn't there at all at the fight. That's true, yeah. He was in jail.
2: And sitting in front of you guys, uh, sitting on that table in front of the apple cobbler is let's see, how many was, one, two... Is Javik's with us, actually?
1: No, I think it's just
2: me. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, it's just me and the Baj because, of course, never got back to but then again.
1: So, should go and have another kid with Angela. <laughs> we so just, was just
2: to him later, yeah. I'm so it's just it's just Barry at this point, along with anyone else who decided to join. And in front of him, on that table, in between him and the barmaid, is one, one, two, three. There's about five mugs of hot. Caramel ale, caramel apple ale. Just for you guys, just for the party, and for anyone else who would like it. But the first yeah. the first rations are for the party, and just says, "Drink up, lads."
1: Well, that's whenever I'm going come and be like, free drinks.
2: <laughs> so as as the party's sitting at their table and enjoying a nice glass of caramel apple ale. You guys see a unfamiliar face. A, he is a half orc, I believe. Is that correct?
1: Yes. Okay.
2: And you see this half orc enter into the tavern. He's kind of like a bad guy style when uh, it's like Old West when he walks in and everyone and she just goes silent. Like, uh, if you are seeing a million ways to die in the West, it's like Liam when he walks into the saloon. And the room so, yeah, suddenly goes silent. No one's saying a word, even though this giant celebration is happening. Zach, go ahead and describe your character.
1: I am a half-orc barbarian. I recently escaped jail because during the Zachy Chan conquest I was arrested and I made prison my house and my and they call me Bubba. let I am coming in with a a mall, a heavy crossbow and wearing scaled male armor. Jesus, dude, you are stacked. Nice.
2: Now the barmaid goes up to you. Sjeske, hey, can I help you?
1: Hey, yeah, I'm here for a drink.
2: I mean, drinks are free because of the uh, recent, recent success of the party, but uh, roller persuasion.
1: Alright, what's what would the persuasion modifier be?
2: Or is that? Uh, Persuasion, let me look. I think it's charisma if I remember right.
1: Okay, so 10. 10? Uh,
2: She's had a long day, so. Say what? you can have a nail. Don't get yourself too drunk. It's gonna be an yeah, nice. I'm gonna it's Just be smack
1: down ten silver on the on the bar stool. On.
2: The... I appreciate the tip. Yep. I mean, drinks are free, but yeah, I appreciate
1: it. Well, I'm gonna go look at the elf. A cleric. Adam Barry? Hello, priest boy. Oh,
2: <sighs> nice seeing you here. I mean, I've never seen you before. It's, it's, I mean, name's Bubba, Bubba. My name's Barry. All people call me Barry.
1: Okay, Barry. Uh, I have, you a know, when they say people in the ground. I... When
2: they say better, you're dead. They just bring me. (laughs) But no. Well, uh, my friends and I just defeated a a warlord of sorts. who just tried to take over everything. Yeah,
1: that was...
2: Was his name Seymour? No, it was uh, Zaki-chan.
1: Oh, well, Seymour (laughs) is the one that arrested... ...have me thrown in jail for half of a year. Oh, he kicked Seymour's ass. He... ...got me by surprise, I was sleeping. <laughs> well, Seymour's dead now, so you don't have to worry about that. Oh, so he's not gonna see much more.
2: <laughs> I know. No, he's not.
1: Oh, yeah, also, one more thing I forgot. We'd, I'd like to wish Argos a happy birthday.
2: Is it Kirk's birthday today? Yeah. Oh, happy birthday,
1: Kirk. Kirk. <laughs> Merry Miss. Merry Chrysler. And tomorrow will be my <laughs> sister's birthday, so happy birthday to my sister. Nice. But let's get back to it before we lose track.
2: Now, Barry's about to enjoy his second ale. I'm going to go ahead and roll a con check for him to see how drunk he
1: gets. <laughs> He's a priest, so you should roll with disadvantage.
2: Honestly, yeah, I probably should.
1: Yeah, there was just someone in the background.
2: That was my girlfriend, my Ah. girlfriend Emily.
1: Hello, Max's girlfriend. Uh, You guys might
2: edit that out. I don't know who's editing this. But so Barry rolled, let's see. So let me make sure this is right. He rolled a (laughs) 4. Barry rolled a 4. He rolled a 2 and then he has a modifier plus 2. So, as Barry is taking the second drink, he's like, oh, no, I don't feel so hot. And then passes out on the table. I draw a mustache on Barry. <laughs> That's amazing.
1: I draw. Do I have to, try? Do I have to roll something for a must- draw a mustache on Drunken Barry?
2: Okay, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have you roll a d20 for how well of a drawing it is. Or how good of a drawing it is.
1: What's my modifier?
2: Just a straight net. A straight 20. 15. 15? It's a pretty good drawing. You draw, you draw a decent handlebar on him. <laughs> he looked like one of those... Hulk Hogan Yeah, Hulk <laughs> Hogan. I love that. Now, the celebration goes on a little bit longer. About an hour in. there's like... Oh, he's slowly waking up and walking in to the tavern is a dwarf.
1: Another one?
2: Yep. He is wearing a white button-up shirt with a red vest. It looks like red velvet. Kind of like a red velvet cake. And he got a long long brown beard. And he's wearing glass, uh, glasses kind of like inventor glasses or inventor goggles. I would say.
1: Okay. You like want aviators. To way around here, sir. Oh, okay. Um, nice to meet As you. Bob begins to look like he's about to trip with his drink. Um, I'm
2: kidding. Okay. You. Okay. What? What's your name, good son? Bubba. Bubba. Okay. you associate with uh, Barry or any of these uh, other folk.
1: Uh, yeah, the priest boys waking up over there.
2: Thank you. Well, I'm. Have you uh, have any co- had any uh contact with civilization here in a while look like you've uh been what's once... haven't been at home in a while it seems i don't necessarily want to say you're disabled but you know trying to be polite of course
1: i really don't understand what you're saying now you're frozen Hello? Max.
0: So
2: so basically what I'm trying to say is.
1: Did you freeze like again? i been
2: in, in jail recently or, or someplace, but it's just me being an awkward little, little man. You know, I'm kind of short, so it's kind of hard to see up to people. Yeah,
1: I was in jail, took over that place.
2: Oh, you look like you need a need a good vacation. I can certainly help you with that.
1: Oh, vacation would nice.
2: Hi. I'm off in to stay at a, the a White Beach in Methron. Mithran Beach, yep.
1: Yes, the white beach. You ever been there? Nope.
2: Well, be, you might be there today if you if you wanna talk the, about these the gentlemen over here who uh, helped defeat the little old warlord who's been plaguing our town forever. zaki Chen's been here for a while. He goes over the berry, and, and he he uh, very recognizes him as sort of like he's, he's been to see him if he's been to see this wizard if he ever needed like some help mending something like if, he, if he's either broken like a sword or even like this item that he's had in his home and they bump fists and do like the predator handshake kind of Right, Like, hey, kind of like old friends. They haven't really seen each other in a while. And this guy asks Barry if about getting a vacation. And Barry's like, yeah, I need a vacation. That'd be really nice. So, the wizard comes back to you, Bubba, and he's like, um, I didn't introduce myself. Um, my name is Thremnok Ruby Buckle. And then as soon as that name gets uttered out of his mouth, the, the tavern is like, oh my god. Holy crap, holy shit. This dude is here. He's kind of this famous dude in town. He's created some cool inventions. Ooh. One dude even comes over, and this little dwarven guy, and he just gives Thremnok a high five. He's like, like, I
0: write fan fiction about you.
1: Oh, oh, really? That's that's a little weird, but okay. Hey, <laughs> you uh, message me this guy's name later. Uh, yeah, it's Thrimnok Ruby Buckle.
2: Yeah. Gotcha. So, uh, and he tells Barry about his summer home in Mithron. Uh, over at Mithron Beach. Well, not summer home, but like a vacation spot. Like, All right, sure. Like well, well, I can take you over to my uh, little workshop over here in town, and we can get you over there. Get you over to Mithron, you know, my cousin owns a cabana over there. Might as well. I mean, I could take you to meet him, but I, I gotta get back to my work here shortly, so, a good thing. I mean, it's like three weeks to get down there by horse, so it's much easier to teleport, you know? You wanna do that? teleport sure does it hurt uh no, not at all i'll leave you feeling a little tingly for a few minutes but once it's gone it subsides and uh. so he he takes you over he takes barry and baba over to the other side of town and you see it's a little bit run down of a workshop but it has these glass windows in place that are somewhat reinforced. Kind of like they are—they used to be easily breakable. But now they're not. Now they've been reinforced that way. If they break again, they're not going to, of course. And we have to walk into the workshop. And Thremnach is like, okay. Well, let me, let me lead you to this very special teleportation room. And he takes you guys over, it's it's a little, the room is separate from the main workshop and he takes you over to this this room, it's got a wood floor. And there's a few pictures scattered around, a few maps here and there, kind of like current landscape, his travels and little paintings of him in Mithrom Beach. I guess, yeah, more paintings than pictures, because, you know, photographs have not been invented yet. (laughs) And he's like, okay. So it's going to be very simple. I'm going to go ahead and cast a spell and bring you guys over. Say you're ready for vacation. Let's go. And so Thramnok, he goes ahead, and what he does is he takes these rare chalks and these inks infused with these precious gems. And he draws a ten foot diameter circle on the ground inscribed with these sigils. Now I'm gonna go ahead and have Barry You said you never Bubba's never been to Mithra Beach, right? right? Okay, I'm gonna go ahead I'm go more. I'm gonna go ahead and have Barry roll an intelligence check. Um, and he rolled a straight up ten. So he doesn't. He does not really. Actually, no. It would be Arcana. Yeah, it's still ten. Okay. So he does not recognize these sigils, but knock is in. And is like, oh, don't worry. These are fine. These are just the sigils from Mithrom Beach. We have a little self-portation circle over there for people who want to go. It's a Bubba lot of fun,
1: especially. In. I'm sorry? I said Bubba steps in. To the circle. Now, hold up. Wait a second. Oh.
2: It's, different... it's still still being created. Give it just a little ah. bit. My bad. And as, as the minute is finished up, you see the shimmering portal. It's glowing with this blue, light blue glow. And uh, Thramnok is, like, motioning for you guys to follow it. And as Bubba goes in and Barry shortly follows, you see a blinding light. And you begin to he- feel chills as you were transported into Mithron Beach. Oh, wow. Now, once you once you get to Mithron Beach, you see a very similar floor. You see a few wooden. It's about a ten foot by ten foot wooden floor that looks like people use for uh, teleportation circles. Hmm. And as you look around, you see white sand. And you see weeds
1: growing. This sand looks like the snow of the north.
2: Well, and Barry go in, Barry Pipes was like, Oh, you know, I've never been here. I've had cousins go to Mithron Beach. uh... First, nice. Glad I get to go here finally in person.
1: And, um, oh, you said your name is Barry, right?
2: Oh, no. Barry was the cleric. I'm talking about the wizard. Or Barry that, was the one that was just talking, but yeah. Yeah. The wizard guess, was pretty uh, enough. I'm yep. talking
1: to Barry. Oh, Barry. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, my name's Barry Old, but you can call me Batty. Name sounds familiar. Just, I think I've heard about you before, but not about Zacky Chan. It was about something else, but... Jeez, I just can't put my finger on it.
2: Roll me an intelligence check. I'm Bubba to roll me an intelligence check.
1: Zach, are you good? That was weird. Okay. My computer just, like, exited out on its own.
2: Is it still on the Skype call? Yeah, it's still so Skype call. OK, OK. Go ahead and turn right. your video and then turn back on, because it's still on your last screen. What do you
1: mean, still on my last screen? It's frozen, basically. Ah. Well, I'm still here. But what was okay. the last thing you heard me say? It was. I'm was asking you to roll an intelligence check. Uh, oh, I didn't even hear any of that. I was just saying, like, Bubba just can't put his finger on it, how he knows that fairy's name. No,
2: yeah, Never mind.
1: Let's not go with that. I rolled 17
0: plus.
2: 17, nah, true. Plus. I say that's good enough. I'd say seven,
1: 17 definitely
2: Salt makes it. 17. 17. All right. So, Zach, as Zach, does Barry or does Baba know Barry?
1: Or no, like, gonna how he knows that, Barry? Say that he just isn't going to remember right now t- until the very end. Fair.
2: Okay. So, Thurmnock leads you guys. His little vest and cloak he has on billowing in the wind. And it is, the sun is setting. The sun is slowly setting. And he leads you guys to a small cabana. There's a couple of feet out, a couple hundred feet out from the beach. And you see in front of this cabana, a small keg golem.
1: A uh, keg golem? Yep.
2: This is a keg golem. And Trimnoch instantly recognizes it. Like Hey Ekam, how you doing? Ekam, how you doing, man? And then Ekem just like burr, burr, burr. Makes General Gollum noises. Oh. And you've got a little sign with rope around him. And the sign says free samples.
1: I'm going to try a free sample, whatever it is.
2: So you go ahead and press down on um Ekum's forehead. And you go ahead. Oh shoot. you won't have a you don't have a cup. Actually no. So let's say he has ekam he has a few wooden cups. You can see he got a few on top of his head. He got uh-huh. the wooden cups. You take from off of his head, and you kind of pour it. He gives you a free sample of a yellowish liquid. Okay, I drink it. Okay. So, this tastes very similar to Mike's hard lemonade. (laughs) Yeah, what a waste. Or like a hard lemonade, I would say.
1: It's lemonade with a little too much sugar in it. <laughs> um
2: can Bubba roll me a constitution say.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah. We have a high constitution. Uh
2: eighteen. Eighteen? Okay. So we get a little phase. But as he finishes the cup, he's like, OK, OK, good. OK, good. we're fine. He, he goes back to normal. Now, Barry okay. takes a drink as well, seeing what this is doing. And he takes a drink of the lemonade. God damn
1: it. <laughs> you day drinker.
2: <laughs> Barry rolls a goddamn six. Barry rolls a six on his concert. (laughs) I love this. Why is Barry getting so drunk at the cabana? This is amazing. And as Barry drinks it, he he gets a little a little um, a little dizzy. Not like blackout drunk, but you can tell he's tipsy for sure. not motions you guys over to this cabana. Now you see this cabana it looks kind of like it's built kind of like a donut or like a dome shaped form. Looks delicious. <laughs> I think what's, it's it's kind of like a, I think it's called a Taurus,
1: but it's like a dome like a dome torus. Uh, hey, I'll be right back in like 10 seconds. I'm going to go grab a drink.
2: Okay, no worries. Okay, I'm back. Cool. Ah, <sighs> what about me and my me and my girlfriend we got Papa John's tonight. Oh, nice.
1: Papa John's by my house sucks.
2: The one, the one by my house. Okay.
1: I'd made an order for a pickup and I was at the store. And I still had to wait two hours to get my damn pizza for a pickup. Jesus. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so as as you guys are led into the cabana. So yeah, this is kinda like it's like a dome. But it's like Perfect. an open dome kind of. So it's like there's a it's like a cake that has a wedge cut out of it. And then the rest of the cake is just hollow. And you see in the middle of the... You see see in the middle of this cabana, there's like a grill. A grill? There's there's like a small griddle, I guess you could say. Kind of like a hibachi grill,
1: but like medieval. So still having like wood and fire underneath it. Yeah, precisely.
2: And you see there's a, it's a burly elf and he's got a like a very strong elf and he got a chef's apron on. And he's just like cooking some fish, cooking some meat, all that. And right behind, or at the other end from when you guys are entering, there you see the bar. You see another dwarf. Looking very similar to Thremnok, and he's he's manning the bar. You see a ton of drinks. He's.
1: I mean, dwarf work here.
2: There's only the one that you know of currently. Huh. <laughs> yeah, you see, you see that one dwarf uh, looks very similar to Thremnok. He's manning the bar, and you also see a, a young elf. He's probably about fifteen.
1: <laughs> Wait, you say a boy or a girl? Uh, it's a boy.
2: Okay. He's about fifteen. And you could see him taking drink orders. From hey. guests who are in the cabana. Ah Uh
1: yeah,
0: yeah, What can I do for you?
1: Uh how much for an ale?
2: Um well we, we can do oh shoot sorry it's my first day this is this is an interesting job uh
1: just give me an entire picture
2: okay I can do that that's like two gold I think yeah that's two gold
1: damn this is cheap place <laughs> and he puts down five gold cheap to change young lad thank you I appreciate
2: I very much appreciate it It
1: here's a tip <laughs> 50 more
2: my parents would be proud of me. And he he takes it back. This this little elf takes it back. He's telling the dwarf all this, and dwarfs
1: to like give him a handshake, like good job, kid. The kid's probably like, I'm quitting. I just got
2: <laughs> fifty-three gold. Why'd want to quit? He's literally like right by the beach. This is like a dream.
1: But um hey when there's beaches there's hurricanes. That's a good point true. <laughs> and um
2: <clears throat> Now you see the 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 dwarf who works at the bar. He knows it's Ramnoch, and he's like, "Hey, cuz it come over here." And hey, <sighs> okay. Yes, Doric. What do you want? What can it what can do fair? Oh, yeah, of course. Pardon me. Wait, shoot, that's not that's not a uh, third of voice. like, oh, okay, okay. So, uh, tar- pardon me. It's a rip. <laughs> that's uh, it's been a long day,
1: apparently. L-
2: these are my new friends, Barry and Bubba.
1: Oh, and you guys are starting to smell a scent of sk- like a skunk coming from Bubba.
2: Oh, God. Um, I'm sorry if you and the bartenders call people like, um, I mean, this is an open air tavern, so you can, I don't know, it's really an outside. I mean, if you.
1: Okay, fine, go ahead. You're you know my, you know my cousin, he... you're good. I'm sorry? He's asking for deodorant. You left his at the house. It's smell I, of body odor.
2: I mean we can make you smell better.
1: This that's what this comes. Kind of we is. could literally make you smell better. He wasn't smoking nothing, he was just smelled like a skunk. Uh, and
2: I think he's pressed not goes ahead and he cast press the digitation on you. And you that was instantly mess with the DM. Oh, and you instantly start smelling, like, cinnamon.
1: Man, now the guys won't make fun of me. (laughs) I just love how you automatically assumed it was weed, since I said it smelled like a skunk.
2: I mean, (laughs) fair. I was like, okay, so you got your picture coming, and... He goes ahead and he pours out a pitcher. And it brings it up to you. It's a light ale. It's not de- definitely not too dark, but it's not too light. It's not like a Mike's Hard. It's kind of like
1: this for a dark ale?
2: Yeah, sure. I don't really want to pour it out so I can give you guys two pitchers. No worries. Just right. sure that I'm not going to drink one of those
1: in no time. Also, oh, give this boy this c- card right here. Uh,
2: Do uh, not sure. read the
1: card, just give it to the boy. Okay. Okay, sure. That works.
2: And he gives the boy the card. He's like, oh, man, yeah, nice. That's fun. So, give you guys this dark ale. And. He give you guys a few wooden cups, and a big one for Thrennock. A big one. He's a dwarf. He can drink a lot, you know. I'm a half orc. Oh wait. he gives you a
1: he give you a medium cup. All right, do I have to roll something for all this dark ale? Um. Because I'm going to challenge this dwarf to a drinking contest.
2: You're going to challenge Friggin' Dotik to a drinking contest. Oh my god. Wait, are you 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 challenging Dothic are you challenging Threbnok? I'm
1: challenging Threbnok. Oh my god, yes. This wouldn't be the first time I've challenged DM to drinking a drink off. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm curious, how do you normally do drink offs? I think it's it's best of three with uh whoever wins uh, most out of I think the constitution or what is it that you roll to see make sure you don't like see how drunk you get?
2: Uh,
1: it's two times a conmod. Yeah, so pretty much me and him would be rolling with constitution.
2: Okay. What's your con modifier? What? What's your what's Bubba's con modifier? Uh,
1: let me plus seven. What?
2: (laughs) Bubba's a plus seven. Jesus Christ, dude!
1: That's a saving throw. Oh, okay. Oh, hold on.
2: So con mod could be the small number next to the stat. Plus two. Oh, Jesus. I'm going to... So, I don't actually have stats for Thramnok. So, let's say he just has... He Since he's a dwarf, let's say he has a plus two. That's All right. <laughs> yeah, this isn't okay. what I was expecting. All right. I'm going to roll first. Okay, go for it. So, you, Nine. so we take... Nine total, yep. Okay, roll a one. Now, you said you do best of three, right? Yeah, perfect. You okay, actually, so like Are three you... rounds of drinks. Here's how I'm gonna do this so you're able to take as many drinks as equal to two times your con modifier before you get drunk and have to make con and you do it for each drink you drink over the drinking limit. So let's say that both Trimnok and Bubba have already had their drinks. Their two drinks. So the saved DC is going to be 10 plus the number of drinks you are over your limit. So let's say since we're at the third drink right now, you're going to be at the DC is going to be 11. And the first to, the first one... Between Thramnok and Baba, who loses three checks, is going to pass up. Okay, this is going to be fun. Okay, okay. So, is my first roll not count then? Yeah, let's go for it. So, go ahead, and I'll so my first go. one does or doesn't count. Um, since you let's say no. So, go ahead and go ahead and roll. Go ahead and roll a con throw. 18. 18? Okay. Let's see what he says. Okay. Um, a 3 of that roll to 21, so... Awesome. And now you guys are on to your fourth drink. Alright. Go ahead and roll.
1: 21. Jesus, dude. I rolled natural 19. I, that's when I rolled 19 in my last turn.
2: And he rolled 15. DC of 12. So no. Okay. And now we go for DC of 13, because we're at drink 5.
1: Natural 20. Fucking <laughs> <I can't> go. <laughs> i mean dead ass. Oh my god.
2: Okay. I believe you, don't worry. So, Th- Thremnok actually, like, failed his first check because he got a 7. Or, full, full, thr- failed that check. So here's what I'm going to do. Because you roll a nat 20, I'm going to give you advantage on your next you con save. Okay. Alright. And now we are 4 drinks in. So DC, or 6 drinks, so DC's 14.
1: Thank God for the advantage. Uh, roll off the die. T- roll off the box it doesn't count. What do you roll? Back to back. 20 20 20- Well, <laughs> wait, like nat 20? Box? Natural first one was seven, but with the advantage, second one was natural. 20. me, Jesus Christ! I'm rolling. I'm wasting all my nat twenties now instead of combat.
2: Fucking hell, dude!
1: Okay, so he failed the second check. He got a ten. Let's go
2: ahead with third one. I'm gonna give you advantage again.
1: Oh my. Six. You rolled a six? For okay. a natural four and then a natural two. <laughs> it's
2: great. Okay. So Thra Threnok or Thramnock rolled a ten. Or well, eight plus two is a ten.
1: So, so he
2: he passes out on the table as he's trying to out drink you. On, uh, I think on Drink number six. Congratulations. You have beat the DM at a drinking contest for the second time. Well, actually, no. Oh, no, Did the you... first time I, I lost. The first, first time. time you lost? The
1: snap 20 for good. Holy shit. Um... The thing is, there <laughs> was a dragonborn having a drinking contest with a dwarf. I think I heard about this. That's amazing. The... I didn't even make it past drink number two with the dragon. If... Because I rolled a natural one. <laughs> it's funny that you lost to a dwarf first time, and now you beat a dwarf the second time.
2: Yeah, That's fucking
1: funny. Oh lord.
2: Okay, so you Chill see,
1: to handle the liquor. Yeah.
2: He said, "Throw him, knock, pass out on the table." And uh, let's see that thing. I think. I draw a dash on him. Oh my Jesus Christ. Roll another d twenty and see how good of a mustache you draw. A three. You draw basically a Hitler stash. A what? You, uh, I'm kidding. No, not a Hitler stash. Um, like sh- one of those shitty, like, little thin mustaches. <laughs> oh, Wait, boy.
1: should I roll a disadvantage because I'm drunk? Yeah, I'd go for it. No fucking way. What did you roll? It was another nat twenty, but with disadvantage, it's still with a three.
2: Why are you doing so good at nat Jesus?
1: Nat Jesus, okay. So I am rolling literally on top on my laptop so that I could help. Remember, kids, no strategy, just twenty. I was asked how big the room is. I cast fireball. Fireball. Yeah. The third knock passes out
2: on the table, and you draw a mustache on him. But it's kind of like a little squiggly mustache, like something you see on, like, Clouseau um from Pink Panther. And <laughs> Dojek is like, about it. <laughs> oh, shit, not again. He kind of, like, rolls his eyes. And he takes him behind the bar, um, kind of like a little compartment Little room that's behind the bar. Let him sleep for a little bit. And you guys, you and Barry, you're outside the bar. You hear Sandcastle Belling Contest here in uh, like five minutes. Stop, that right. What? You know, here, kid, we're building sandcastles.
1: Okay, I heard. That one was more clear. Thank you! I'm taking speech classes! <laughs> Good. Now here's five gold. Who are you giving this five gold to? Whoever was talking.
2: You, you. So you walk outside of the tavern. And... Okay. Um... You, you walk outside of the tavern for about 100 feet. He's a loud boy. And you see a elf. He's a half-elf. Oh. And this half-elf he got a deep voice like this. he got to land down there like ba 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 Thank you. I appreciate
1: it. As you give him this five gold. It'll help pay for his speech classes. <laughs> Jesus, okay. Bubba can be a
2: dick. I love Bubba already. Barry comes up here, he's like, Uh, what's going on? You got uh, castle building contest. Is that what's going on? Uh, uh, yes. If there's a sandcastle building contest. We're starting in about five minutes. Would you gentlemen like to join?
1: How, how will a sandcastle wall, how will walls a sandcastle keep an army out?
2: It's just for fun, man.
1: Yes, but what if we get attacked?
2: Well, that depends. If you make a big sandcastle, then... It'll help I mean, plus, we have armies outside here. We, we, right. have, a, we have a decent god
1: barracks, so... i right, never got needs... an idea for a castle design. Oh, sweet Jesus. Okay. Okay, what you got? Alright, do we have at least 10 miles of sand to build on?
2: No. Damn. Uh, I, don't, I don't think so. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> it's basically just, like, confined. So... You look a little bit to your right and you see like this ribbon with about a hundred feet. Now let's say, let's say about 300 feet um, from about, let's say about 20 feet away from where this half elf is standing going to the right. And then it's kind of like a rectangle that is about, let's say six, 50 feet fifty feet deep. And it's like a like a roped off area for the sandcastle castle
1: building contest. Ah well there went my idea. (laughs) Actually
2: no, it's probably like sixty feet I would say,
1: just so it gives you guys enough enough proof. Well hey that could still work. We'll just build a mini version of what I have. Okay. Okay that works. All right, Barry, you in? I'm in. Okay. Do you have an idea, or do you want to hear my idea? I want to hear your idea. Let's build Constantinople. You want to build
2: Constantinople? What's that?
1: What? You want to build Constantinople? What's that? Oh, it's a city that has that's surrounded by two layers wall that runs like 10 miles wide. 10 miles in length 30 feet 30 or 50 foot tall walls okay you should really go there it's very actually no not anymore you don't want to go there anymore understand i hear it's controlled by somebody else now
2: somebody else what do you mean
1: somebody named philip Does but, Barry know
0: about Philip?
1: Uh, what? Does Barry, does Barry know about Philip? Yeah, he was there and never. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. King Heliodor told Argus, "Beware of Philip," then died. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, his last words were, "Beware of Philip." Hey, I've heard
2: of Philip. I heard he's kind of a kind of a monster. But it's gonna be fun.
1: All right, let's build. Uh. Let's build Helm's Deep. Let's go
2: to me. sounds better go to me. I swear my voices are all over this fucking place today. Okay. So here's how this is going to work. To build a sandcastle. This is going to be an interesting challenge. Oh boy. Basically, so this is going to be a two on two. Between you guys, between Barry and Bubba, and a group of tridents. Or i us say a trident and, like, yeah, yeah two tridents. Two sea elves, basically. you are going down. Now...
1: What? What the frick? I just froze that. Yeah. Well. Okay, we're good. Bubba tells, we're good. tells the elves that they're going down. Yeah you, yeah, you bet. I ain't, going down, with I ain't going stuff. down
2: with a fight, man. I ain't going down with
1: over a fight. and does the feast your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, okay, what's that? That bends over and lifts up the whole kilt. Jesus Christ, dude. Oh my god. He sees a green ass with a. Looks like he was stabbed a couple times. Okay. Huh. We got this, priest boy. Thank
2: you. Goes
1: I think we do got
2: it. <laughs> oh my god.
1: Okay. So, Bubba so, so far? I love Bubba. He, it kind of seems like he's kind of replacing how Jarrell acted. Yeah. But Jarrell called you Hippie. Ah, oh, God. Okay.
2: <clears throat> uh, here's how this is going to work. This is going to be a very fun sand castle contest. You guys are going to it would be you and Bubba or Bubba and Barry are going to be provided with a buck and shovel. Alright. And any casters are able to use cantrips or level one spells in order to make their uh to make their sink castle better. For the structure, you guys will have to make nature or survival checks. Okay. For the details, you guys are going to make sleight of hand checks. And for the final result, you guys are going to be doing deception and performance or deception or performance checks for this final result. Okay. Now there's going to be two rounds of each. Well, there's going to be two rounds. There's going to be five rounds total. Two rounds of the structure, two rounds of the details, And then one round of the final result. Okay. And you guys will have to beat in total the tridents in order to win. The tridents are going to be just doing it raw. All right. So just roll straight,
1: rolls naturally, or straight rolls 20s. Okay. so So the first part is building the base of it. Yep. Yeah, first part is going to be
2: the the first two rounds are going to be structure. Next two rounds are going to be details. Final round is going to be
1: the performance flash deception. Whichever one's higher. Okay. And you said the modifier for the first round is survival or nature, or what? Oh yeah, nature. Oh
2: gosh. Okay. See. So, nature is intelligence, and then survival is wisdom.
1: Well, my survival
2: is higher than my nature. So, I'll go for that one. And then the next one will be sleight of hand. All right. And then. Dirty we'll... 20. What happened?
1: I rolled a dirty 20.
2: You rolled a dirty 20. Shit, OK. And now Barry's going to roll. Oh, he rolled pretty well. He rolled 24. Dirty. Nice. So you see the structure coming together pretty well. You you serve like a mini Constantinople.
1: Oh wait, I thought we were doing a Helms Deep for a moment there. Oh Helms Deep, yeah, yeah. Then yeah, it's it's a uh, mini Helms Deep. Do you know what Constantinople looks like, Max? No. Do you know what's called nowadays? It's, Istanbul. Yes. You know, I know that because I know
2: that because of a They Might Be Giants song. really okay, umbrella. Like, so.
1: Istanbul is <laughs> Constantinople. No, Istanbul. <laughs>
2: You no, the tridents, the Empire. Oh yeah, fair. the tridents rolled a total of twenty-two.
1: So we beat them. Yep. Face your eyes. You beat them by
2: double. So you guys, we are fucking killing it. And then we go for another round of survival slash nature. All right. Oh damn. Dirty 24. Dirty 24? Okay. Berry God, Dirty 27. We're going to win this round, too. Yes, you are. So you got 51 total there. See, we have 51, so that is 95. Jesus. 95, that's incredible. We're almost then, done. Okay. One of them looks way better than the other at this, it's like keeping training. Okay. So you get it's still about half. Literally just a, a little more than halfway, or a little more than double what they're doing. And then next round, we go to flight of
1: hand. So go ahead and as high as my go, nature. As my survival I Okay. So, so go
2: ahead what? and go ahead and give me Let's do sleight of hand check. Ten. What do you got? Ten. Okay. Barry got a five. Oh my! So the details are a little rough, but you guys are getting the hang of it a little bit. So up to one hundred and ten. okay one one of them's basically doing most of the work the one looks a little bit burlier in terms of his uh, bone structure just but muscles I guess so that they got a 23 total for that round so that would be a 46 times 23 46, 46 times 23 no I'm not making it like that uh, oh 69. Nice. Eh. <laughs> I didn't mean for that to happen. And now we go on to round four. Now, as you, um, Barry and uh, as Barry and Baba are going to finish up the details, you see crabs come out from the water. Crazy red crabs. They look like, look like they've done a lot of seawater in their day. <clears throat> and they, they start coming up and they start pinching Baba and Barry. I'm what do you want? One. All right, go ahead and roll me an attack. All right. Oh, that, I guess I'll be
1: my unarmed strike.
2: Yeah, the unarmed strike would be. It doesn't matter whether it's a. It it, it doesn't have to be a punch. It could be a kick, it can be a headbutt, it can be whatever. It's pretty nice.
1: That's a sixteen. Sixteen? Okay.
2: Then look up what a, cra- what a crab's AC is, but I'm pretty sure it's more than sixteen. Or, no, excuse me. pretty sure it's less. Um. Yeah, it's less. I have a small AC. And then Barry can go ahead and attack his. He hits yeah, I with do his four arm.
1: Damage to it.
2: You do four damage to it. Yep. Okay. It backs off. It just like goes off back into the water.
1: Oh, wait, actually, no, I was wrong. I don't have to roll for it because it just says six next to it. Six? Okay. So six damage.
2: Okay. And very hit with, oh, this is Arnhem Strike. Onum strike is strength, right? Like strength modifier, is that right?
1: Yeah, it's your strength modifier and then I think it's just a solid six. Yeah. So Barry hits Barely with a twelve
2: <laughs> and he punches his or he kicks his straight in the face. And just like nah, 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 to goes straight back in the water, join it the little crab brother. And now let's go ahead with your other sleight-of-hand check.
1: Okay. Uh...
2: 12. 12? Okay. There you got 11, so you got 23 total. Up to 133. Nice. And now let's go ahead and roll for the Tridents. Okay. So, for the Tridents, one of them rolled 17. He's still doing pretty well. It's always the second one. And what are he, details? He's kind of like smudging it a, a little bit. Alright. And then um Trident friends like yelling at him was like, dude, stop. Stop. Stop stop fucking it up. Come on we got to win. Okay. one is...
1: They're arguing.
2: 18. Not good teammates, honestly. What a shame. It's 87. And then, finally, performance or deception. So, okay. Let's see how we do it. Barry rolled a seven. Go right, and give me a performance or deception
1: check. Alright. That is a dirty 21.
0: Jesus.
2: Yeah. So, Barry's kind of getting a little rusty at St. Castle Building, but Bubba's, he got the hang of it. He's He's probably gotten some um, stuff from molding dirt in his childhood. <laughs> so he's kind yeah, of capped it off
1: with some ideas. He always wants idea. to be making, like, fortresses. Mm. Unfortunately, my father's dead. Oh, sweet Jesus.
2: Okay, so basically what just happened... Was incredible. I rolled a twenty and an eighteen. Uh oh! God damn! I rolled my first twenty DM twenty the session which just, oh damn! Castle doesn't.
1: Do I thought you were gonna say that you rolled two natural ones. In I that wish the, I wrote. seeing castle crashing down. So they, it's a little bit rough
2: of a castle. But it still looks like it does its job.
1: I'm um, gonna go they... to it and smack its wall with my mole. Roman attack. Would that get me disqualified first?
2: Um. Yes. Yes, it would. Then I will not. As you're, say, okay, as you're about to go up to it, you see the half elf. is like, nope, nope,
1: nope, nope, nope. Hey, do not, do not, do not take that down. You'll be disqualified if you do. Then build me a sand. Or then I want him to build an army of sand people just like me, and we'll have a war to use castles better.
2: I don't know if I can do that, but uh, I'll give it
1: a shot. Maybe we'll see what happens sometime. (laughs) And then over here has magic. He could probably do it. Can you make sand come to life? What? What happened? I'm asking Barry if he can make sand come to life and, like, take a form of people.
2: Fuck, do I have that as a spell? I gotta figure that out. Um. Um. I don't think I can.
1: Darn. What about the ruby butt person? Oh, uh,
2: ruby buckle?
1: Okay, buckle. I I say butt.
2: So, Okay. As he's, as Ruby Buckle, as Th- uh, what was his name, um, Thramnock, like as the contest is about to end, and, and you see the half elf and his two companions are going to judge it. You see Thramnock. He's just like, wait, 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 wait. I want to make a sandcastle too. Like I love these things. And you see him make this huge you see him basically just like mold the earth and cast a spell and in an instant you just see this crazy sand castle with a dragon on top of it and you can see these um it's kind of like a, when you have a gingerbread house you have like little gingerbread men yeah you see it kind of like that, but instead of gingerbread men,
1: it's goblins. What the? But I, they're not, I grabbed my maul and got to smack the wall. They're not alive. Oh.
2: And you see... You see this half of... This the judge just like, oh my god. And he tries to do a spell to take it down. To take down that thing. He's like, no, you can't do that. Stop. But as you... As he takes a spell, something bad happens.
1: Do I have to roll a performance check? Well, no, sweat. Not yet. Not yet.
2: Not Actually... Yeah. Give me a... Per- give me a... Perception as, actually, no, give me an arcana. Give me an arcana on what's going on with the, with the half of. Okay. I'll go ahead and do it for Barry, too. 11. Okay. So you could tell it's some sort of like weird magic. Barry recognizes this as wild magic. That's what's going on and you see as because he rolled a 15 because Barry rolled 15. You, you see as this um the spell gets cast but kind of backfires
1: let me pull this up real quick i guess everything came to life What the fuck? I saw something with wings. I saw something with wings.
2: Yep. Yeah, it's a thing.
1: Oh my. Shit, do I have Skype on my phone? Heavy crossbow at the ready. Okay. You see, I'm just going to do this. This is what you see. Uh, it's hard to see because there's a big glare. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, okay. It's a whole castle. Oh shit! The whole castle.
2: That's basically the... what this what Thormac built.
1: Is the dragon? It's the dragon. In sand.
2: So, as you basically what happens is you see the sand come to life. And as this dragon comes to life, you see it's kind of look like it gets struck by lightning. And you can see scales building on it.
1: On the outside of the sand. Kind of like glass. Ah. I point out and say, Draconic, Dragon! just...
2: Roll for initiative. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Goddamn it, why, Barry? So, I'm gonna initiative write this
1: down. What what? Modify the intelligence? Dex. Dex, okay. I think Barry is actually a decent initiative. 18.
2: You rolled an 18? Okay. Um, and you also see the goblins come to life, too. Oh, my. (laughs) Yeah, this is the homebrew I was talking about. Well. Let's bring it on. This is going to be fun, dude. Okay. So, Barry got an 8 initiative. Dragon. You see 12 goblins, basically. Yeah, 12. I'm going to do it for the first set of goblins, and I'm going to do it for the second set of goblins, because they're on opposite sides of the castle. Um, look at the, What was the dragon stat block? I have whole-ass stat blocks. This. this is amazing. Um, his initiative is... Eleven. Okay. And then one of the zombies or not zombies. Um <laughs> I'll blend. They got a six for initiative. And the other one got a seventeen. All right.
1: Well, you know what? So, did anyone roll higher than eighteen?
2: No, but here's the thing. There's gonna be something else. So what's gonna ha- what's gonna be here is there's gonna be a layer action.
1: Well, you know what? I have a feature and trait. Okay. Intimidating presence. Okay, what does that do? Anyone within the thirty feet—would they say they're about thirty feet from me? Yeah, probably. All right, and if they can see and hear me, they all have to make a DC fifteen Wisdom saving throw or be frightened.
2: Okay. Is that does that happen on your turn or does that happen just in general?
1: Uh or
2: does it happen on its turn?
1: Oh wait, it says it costs an action, but I do believe I would go first anyways. Since I really
2: So yeah you wouldn't use your you would use your action. But we also have the lair action as well. The what action? The lair action. So it's on the uh, initiative count 20, this dragon's going to take a, a lair action. Oh, so you rolled a 20 for a dragon? Oh, no. So I'm basically taking this off of um, a certain sap block of a certain dragon, and this thing has a lair action on initiative 20. Initiative count 20. So even though the dragon, has a, the dragon has a separate initiative, and then the other thing is a lair action that just happens automatically because it's its lair. But it's on initiative count 20. And it'll reset once you... It'll reset once you get back to the top of the order. So here's what this thing does. There's going to be a thunderclap that is going to originate at the point that this dragon can see within 120 feet of it. So right behind you, Bubba. You're going to see a thunder clamp. It's like, boom! And since you and Barry are within 120 feet of each other, or within 20 feet of each other, both of you guys are going to make a DC 15 con saving throw. What do you got? A natural
1: one. Oof. What's, what happens because I rolled a natural one?
2: So, Barry also takes it because he got a 13. So, what happens? You take 5, or you take a d10 of thunder damage. Oh, my. Oh, yeah, you take... Both of you take 10 damage. So, what's the punishment for it being a natural 1? Um, nothing. Oh. Oh.
1: All right. So, how much damage?
2: 10 total. It,
1: it, it did max
2: damage. And it also, you're deafened until the end of your next turn. So, you cannot hear.
0: Oh. Uh... At all. There's
2: like, oh, but, oh. He's like, flapping your arms like a bird. Like, what the hell is going on? Okay, so the next up is going to be the goblins. So my turn. Go ahead and what do you? you...
1: I rolled an eighteen.
2: Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You rolled an eighteen. My bad. What
1: are you gonna do? Well, even though I am deaf, uh, everybody make me wisdom DC fifteen. Wisdom saving throw.
2: Did that include the goblins?
1: Anyone who can see me. Okay, so the goblins can see you. See As in, that's hostile, so not bearable.
2: Okay. What's the DC?
1: Fifteen. Um, the answer's going to be no on both of them. Well, damn! Then I'm going to fire at the dragon with my crossbow. Okay. Go for it. That's a dirty 25. It's. Alright. And now.
2: 12 damage. 12
1: damage. OK. This is is it? 1 D 10 plus 3. And uh, that ends my turn.
2: Wait, how many actions do you got? Uh you
1: get two, two actions? Yeah. Okay, cool. And my first action went away since the goblins were like, Nope. And a dragon No. Went. No, both both of them failed to save. Oh, so they both failed to save? Yeah. So, so they would have been frightened from me, Ben? Yep. Oh. Huh. And they're frightened until the end of their next turn.
2: They have this disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls. While the source of fear is within line of sight, and it can't willingly move closer to the source of fear. That's awesome. I love that. All right, so now let's go to the goblins. Yeah,
1: oh, I also. So, have... Oh, shit, I could have done friends pointing 39. out. Never mind. Okay.
2: next up is the goblins on the right. Since they are also frightened, they're going to move. Some of them are going to misty step and start moving, running away a little bit. And now the other ones, some of them are just going to start running with them, Some some a little bit slower than others. And I think they're so basically they're gonna they're, just gonna. they're not gonna disengage, but they're just gonna like run away, but still keep an eye on what's going on. So that's gonna be their action. And now, it's going to be what do we got? Now it's gonna be the dragon. So that's this cool. dragon. Is going to do. Let's see where is that breath? Okay. You see this dragon, and he starts exhaling shards of the superheated sand. It looks like glass. Ouch! Now, are you are you uh, like five feet apart from Barry? I'm guessing. Like you're right, right next to Barry. Yeah, we can say that. Okay, so you guys are both going to be hit by this.
1: Whoa! What'd you roll?
2: It's not an attack. Oh, it's a breath weapon. Oh, so we have to roll. Yep. Um. So both of you guys need to m- need to make a DC 13 Dexterity saving throw. <laughs>
1: 13 exactly. Ty goes player character.
2: So Barry just misses it. He got glass in his face. Like. Rawr. And that did. Wait hold up. 12, 19. Jesus. So that did Barry. 29 damage. Ouch. Holy shit. And so it took did fourteen to Bubba.
1: Okay, let me mark that off. But once again, I'm gonna Dragon, come down here and fight me. In draconic. Hold up,
2: would a, would um, a breath weapon count as magic? I think so. Okay, that's what's up. He can't really fight you because he's like, not wanting to fight you. Because you frightened him. And he can't move. He doesn't want him closer. So the dragon is scared
1: of so, Bubba. Yeah, dragon is scared of Bubba, for sure. Well, it is technically scared of it right now. Yeah. Till the end okay, of his turn.
2: And now Barry's also blinded.
1: Barry, do not cast any spells.
0: Blinded by the glass.
1: Unless it's a, unless it's a I healing look. spell. Okay. Fair.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so now next up is going to be... Um,
1: who else? Is Barry. Barry's next. Barry's next and he's blinded.
2: So what Barry is going to do... Shoot, that sucks because he's blind. Tell you what, he's going to punch some of the goblins. You got to go up to some of the goblins and punch him.
1: so so the goblins are out of the castle then.
2: Yeah, they're out of the castle.
1: They're running out. One group is running
2: running away, but they're still still keeping an eye on things. The other one is on the left side of it, and it's still there. They're still outside of it, kind of ready for the fight. So Barry's going to start punching some of them. But here's the thing. Since he blinded, I'm going to have him attack with disadvantage. Also, tightly punch, I mean, with his hammer. With a warhammer. You You start swinging war
1: one warhammer. I have feeling um, is it a one? It's a two. <sighs> so
2: it doesn't hit. But he can use his bonus action to hit again. He rolled a nineteen, so they hit. Nineteen does indeed hit. So he starts swinging on a goblin, and this goblin. So, yeah, shoot! I need to figure out how many damage, how much damage he does. So that's important. So it's 1d8 plus... Shoot, where's my d8? Damn, I forgot my my d 8 in here somewhere. There it is. It has eight damage.
1: Dang. Just
2: enough to kill this thing. And you see as, as one goblin starts to die, or he, he it through it with the sand, and it falls apart. And you see, as it falls apart, it bursts. It's a bite. Like, it's an, it's a, a literal burst. Like it, it explodes? Yeah, it explodes. Let me see if I can get a full screen real quick, because I need to take a look at this stat. Right, this part of the stat line. So Barry, he has to make a... Oh shit, they want my plane. DC DC 12 Constitution saving throw. And he makes it. And now he's going to go ahead and, and repeat the saving throw for blindness. That one. All right. And he fails. Of course he does. Come on, Barry, because he rolled a ten. <laughs> okay, next up is going to be what else? Next up is going to be the goblins, part two. Electric Boogaloo. Oh my! So the, the left goblins—they're going to try and hit Barry back, and they fail. They fail miserably. Uh, nope. 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 Okay. So I just roll like a seven, four, seven, four, three, eight to attack. Ha, Jesus Christ! Why? Why does this happen to me? Right.
1: <laughs> Jesus.
2: Okay. Now we go back to the top of the order. This dragon is is only frightened for a turn, right? Uh,
1: Let me check. Just to make sure.
2: Just to make sure, yeah. I want to be clear on that. This is actually really... I will definitely put the stat blocks in the group chat. Later. Oh, I can use to... it
1: as an action to each turn where they have to remake the saving throws unless they get 60 feet away from me. Okay. So okay. technically, they it's still frightened by me. Intimidated.
2: Hmm. Okay. So now the dragon... It goes back to the lair action. So what it's going to do is it's going to... Actually
1: what I thought real quick. My girlfriend asked me to go get her a drink. Okay, no worries. Yeah, right back. I'll make it quick. Okay. I need you to stand up anyways. I'm back. Senor? It's a really fun game. I like it.
0: Hello?
2: But, uh, I'm back. I got, another, I got another slice of pizza. Nice. Let's get back to this. Oh, also, here's the thing I should mention. Yeah. So for this, this is part of the battle. The battle, so I want to make this clear. So for melee attacks and ranged attacks, maybe, describe how you do it to me. Um, we're gonna. I'm gonna put in a little rule, a little cleave rule. So, if you do enough damage, which you probably will, that you're able to kill something, you're gonna put that damage towards another another thing. So, like if you kill, if you kill a goblin with seven HP, you're gonna kill, put more damage on the next one. All right, let's put, let's make a that, that's the thing, yep. Alright, so we go back to the Initiative Order 20, and the this thing kind of casts the equivalent of Fog Cloud as its layer action. It's
1: getting real foggy.
2: Hmm. And... Huh. heavily obscured. What does that mean? Like, is it hard to see fog? Yeah. This fog cloud means it's heavily obscured. Spears around corners, as area is heavily obscured. Last federation Or until a wind of moderate or greater speed, disperses it. Alright, uh. And basically, you're blind. You're basically blind if you're within 20 feet of it. The goblins are pretty much in the same thing. They're a little bit behind the castle. So they're still affected.
1: Well, let's see. All right, well. Yeah. I'm going to end intimidating presence. Okay. Is there any goblins within. Uh. Forty feet of me.
2: Yeah. So there's going to be the ones that are fighting Barry right now, and then they're going to be the group that's a little bit behind the
1: castle to the left. I'm going to go help Barry away, away from the ocean. Okay. But first, I'm get my bubbles could get real angry.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. Is he going to rage? Rage? Yes, he's raging. Re- oh, yeah. Okay. Which gives me a plus four to melee attack. Okay, cool. Go ahead and... With my... Okay. Because I know in 3-5, I believe it gave them advantage on attacks. Right. But 5-E, it just gives them advantage on strength saving throws, but plus four to attacks. Right. So, it'll be... I'll be no matter what I roll, I'm going to hit them because it's going to be a plus 14. Yeah,
2: pretty much.
1: So, how many of them are by Barry? Uh, the one by Barry, it's about five. Alright, well, for the first one... 29.
2: Hits. Yeah, it definitely hits. Alright.
1: Oh wait, hold on, hold on. That was actually a uh, to damage, not to hit. Okay. But that'd be a uh, plus, uh, plus twenty five. Right? Wait, no. Yeah. Yeah, it would it would hit no matter what. Yeah, because plus ten. That's right. Yeah. So that, and with it being the mole, that is a two d six plus five plus the four. Okay. Thanks. That's that's good. <clears throat> so twenty damage altogether for the first one.
2: Twenty, Jesus Christ, dude. Um, uh, uh, let's see. So you did twenty damage. You killed two of these things. Well. And one is on death's door, and as you kill these things, you slice through it with sand, or you slice through the sand with your maul. You see, there explosions going off. But actually, no. Yeah, sure. You're blinded, but I'm still gonna say you hit it because it was said you have such good attack. So that's because the rage. Yeah. Go ahead and make me two dexterity saving throws, both at disadvantage. Oh, boy. 15 for the first one. Okay.
1: 11 for the second one. Uh, the second one misses.
2: Um, you're already blinded, though, so basically, so it doesn't really do anything. Actually, I'm well, not even do the con
1: saving throw while you're in that. While you're so in I can't one. do. So does that mean I can't do my second action?
2: You can. I'll just. What? Well, let's see. You can I'll just do it at disadvantage.
1: Okay, I'm gonna attack the remaining one. Okay. that's
2: Yeah, there's two left on that one.
1: Well, 10 with 3. 16.
2: 16? Okay.
1: Does that hit? That takes out all of them. Well, that's 16 to hit.
2: Oh, yeah. Definitely. what's the damage on that
1: 19 damage
2: 19 okay you go ahead and pretty much knock out all of them and they go ahead and blow up in your face (laughs) kind of like a king The first Kingsman movie, whenever all the people's heads are exploding,
1: it's kind of like that. Wait, in what movie? Uh, The first Kingsman movie. I don't think I've ever seen that. Movie, check it out.
2: And then now... um, Does that that end your turn?
1: Uh, Are there any more goblins near me?
2: Yes. There are the goblins that are on the
1: the side of the castle facing away from the ocean. I mean, like, can I move to them? How f- are they within 35 feet of me now?
2: Um a good question.
1: I would say. I think the answer is yes.
2: I'm going to say no. Damn well, it. Let's see. Um Yeah, I would say no.
1: Damn it. All right. Yeah, that ends, that ends my turn. Now it's the was, dragon's... Oh, what? My rage also lasts for 10 rounds. Jesus, dude. Now it's the dragon's turn. Or unless I don't do an attack on the round. And so...
2: We'll mm-hmm. go ahead and attack Barry. Uh, Yeah, he definitely has... What's the, shoot, what is the, I mean, it's not going to matter, but what's the thing? Uh, 24. For what? 24 damage that. So 24 damage, or no, 24 to hit for Barry.
1: Wait, what's Barry hitting?
2: No, the dragon is hitting Barry. Okay. The guy who, and he's basically become not deaf, but he's still blinded.
1: Uh, Just saying that the dragon's no longer frightened of me.
2: Okay. Wait, would the dragon be blinded by its own fog clap?
1: Possibly. That's up to you.
2: I'm going to go ahead and say no. It's going to be 10 damage.
1: To Barry or me? To Barry. All right. (laughs) Dragon! Uh, Can you hear me?
2: Yes, I can hear you. I can hear you now, brother. <laughs> I'm You're hurting
1: the... my friend.
2: Oh my god. Are you talking to
1: Barry the dragon? The dragon? <laughs> like I'm speaking to it in Draconic.
2: He deserves to die.
0: He's a holy man.
2: And that ends the dragon's turn.
1: Now Barry. Oh what? What do you say, Zach? I was telling Dragon he has a good point. (laughs) Damn, okay. And I turned on Barry.
2: Now it's now it's Barry's turn. So what he's gonna do is he's basically gonna cast a spell on this thing and he's gonna cast let's see let's do flame strike let's do flame strike at fifth level like big gun it now what this dragon has to do is it has to make a saving throw Ooh. uh what is the saving throw the saving throw is 17 and it is Uh, Dex, I believe. Let me make sure. Yeah, I think it is Dex, but I could be wrong. Either way, if it did... No, it didn't make it. No matter what. Alright. Because my save is a 17, and he rolled a 12. So, if if I remember right, if my memory is correct, then... You do 46 fire damage, 46 radiant damage. All right. And here's the thing vulnerable means double damage, right? Yes. So it's actually going to do a little more than that. One, four. 23 fire damage.
1: Oh, whoa.
2: And then... And... Uh... Yeah, a total of 39 damage. And you see as job, Barry... Bl- man. You see as Barry blasts this thing with fire. And re- Holy energy! He's basically just like mocking him, just like take that, bitch! And you see this dragon just like burst into shattered glass and fire and flame and sand. Are the goblins singing, still alive? I start singing through the fire and flames by Dragonforce. The dragon just—excuse yes. The goblins are still alive. Yes. Oh, uh, there's. One more patch of them, and as the thing goes, I'm gonna go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw for Barry, and it makes it. So if he does not, I think it's blended, uh, it's because it's a different thing I'm based on blend. From- yeah, it was 14. The DC is 14 for the con saving throw, and he did a 16. So he's good. Oh, and nice. now the dragon is dead. It's Good job, Barry. He's down it's... in a mound. Here's a tree. God, it's beautiful. He's um, down in a mound of sand. And now... Nice. You... The fog cloud dissipates over the battle area. And now it's layer action 20 again. It is another thunderclap. Huh? So, thunderclap.
0: I heard So it's you're... on the
2: initiative. This... So. Here's the thing. On initiative count 20, it either does Fog Cloud or the Thunderclap, and it can't do one of them twice in a row. I thought it was dead. Oh, shit, you're right. <laughs> My man, it creates Thunderclap from beyond the grave. It's like,
1: fuck you, holy man! But... Oh, man. Now it's Bubba's turn. Fuck How many ve- got ve- Did you say are left alive? There's six of them. Oh, sweet. I'm gonna run up to them. Okay. Evil laugh.
2: Okay. And swing. see that. Okay. Roll the hit. See what you can. Gonna... You gotta hit a 15. The first I mean, one? Probably will, because you're still raging, bud.
1: <laughs> is a 12. Wait, are you still raging? Yeah, but, yeah, it was a, uh... I rolled a natural two. Oh, shit. So, 12. That one does not, hit. that one does not hit. Go ahead and make a second attack. I'm going to swing at him again. Okay. How so much damage did you do? 27.
2: 27 to hit?
1: Yeah. All right, go for it. Go
2: ahead and, go ahead and do damage.
1: 15 damage.
2: 15? Alright. So you take out... Take out two of these guys.
1: I'm gonna do something that I've been trying to do all game. Okay. Frenzy attack. Which allows me to do a third attack.
2: How many... How much damage did you say you did?
1: For that last one... Yeah. It said
2: 15, right?
1: Yeah, 15.
2: All right. So go ahead. Let's see. 42 15 is 27. All right. Go ahead and make your next attack.
1: All right. And use ends a bonus action.
2: Okay. Hit, Kick some ass.
1: That, my friends, is a natural 20. <laughs> but guess what? Guess what? I yeah. also have.
2: Uh, hold on. You have brutal uh, critical, don't you? Wait, no. What? Do you have. Is it like a brutal critical or something like that? I have something like that. Oh, sweet Jesus Christ. <laughs>
1: I have. Oh my god, dude. This is awesome. Uh. Where is it? I have Brutal Critical. Okay. And uh, that's it. Brutal Critical. Okay, what does Brutal Critical do? You can roll two additional weapon damage dice when uh, uh, determining the extra damage for a critical hit. Okay. So, instead of... Uh, so I'm guessing since it's already a two d six, wouldn't that make it a six d six then?
2: So it, your normal weapon attack is two d six damage, plus uh, to crits forty six, and then your thing is six d six. Yeah.
1: Go so I roll the d6 six times.
2: Roll d six six times.
1: <laughs> and since it's great, it's already max damage, which a two d six plus five, so um, seventeen, seventeen. Yeah, range. 17 regular, OK. So for first one, that's 14. 14 damage. 16 for a second. Okay. And fifteen for the third.
2: So So um They're so at negative the thirty they're at, the ne- they're at negative thirty-five. <laughs> this sand does not exist anymore. You basically fucked the sand out of existence.
1: How, how do you want to finish them? How do you I want guess, to kill them? I guess just, like, go for just each one of their heads, like, swinging them all. Awesome. That was a lot of damage.
2: Jesus Christ, dude, that was amazing.
1: That's like, that, you know how Argos can do damage that can, like, never under 50? hmm that's with him using a Dawnbringer, which is a magic weapon. Mm. I did all that damage with a regular weapon. Well, that was with Chris. That
2: was fucking insane. Oh my god. Okay. So, as these guys... Uh... You know what? I'm just gonna have you do a full deck save.
1: So just, just to avoid
2: getting save. caught up in this dust. So just yeah, one deck save? Just one, yep. Alright. You're within five feet of it, you're in this mess. Oh no. What happened? Eight. Eight? Okay. So as you're caught up in this dust. You slowly become blinded.
0: Not again.
2: As the dust is raging around you. And. You see some of the sand slashing you. As it goes around you. And now. So what I'm going to do. Is I'm going to go ahead. And and i'm gonna go ahead and roll six d what's that actually i'm gonna go ahead and basically do 66 actually no let's do 64. let's do 64 of damage not 64 like six four i'm talking about the d4 the pyramid dice and then just do six of those
1: that's still a lot of damage. Holy shit! That's what happens never for you, especially when you,
2: when you're that close and you get so many of them in one thing. Yeah, you're gonna get fucked up. So it might not be a too consistent with that. Did um, yeah, you d- if I hit Argus or something?
1: Wait, no, I have hit Argus or something, with a half orc named Typhang.
2: Oh, I remember that. Yeah. That does 12 damage.
1: Ow. Two
2: bubba. And then the well, the half elf, he goes up to you guys, he's like, Oh I'm like oh, oh, oh my god, I am so sorry. That was not meant to happen. Well Does that mean we win? I mean, you do technically win. I mean, you guys were going to win. Anyway, with that cool sort of uh, uh, contribution, plus the uh, the other guy, uh, the drunk wizard guy who comes in. Yeah, he's, he was disqualified
1: like crazy. Like, it was just bad. I want to be named Defender of the Speech.
2: Don't worry, there's much more. This, there's, there's a lot more to it than that. There's a lot more out there. All I ask you to do is be careful. It's okay if I come with you. Where are we going? We have some unfinished business to take care of.
1: All right, let's go. Hey, Barry, you coming?
2: What? us Here's the thing. Is Barry coming with us? Yes, Barry is coming. <laughs> for sure. Like for now, let's relax a little bit. The sun's getting dark. It's pretty much nighttime it's right light now. Light. And let's let's wait till the morning. And then we'll so go back. taking there. a long rest. Basically. Yes, you guys are taking a long rest?
1: Yay, get the heel back up.
2: And you guys fall asleep as the waves are crashing down. You guys fall asleep on the beach.
1: And as you wake up... I'm going to sleep in our recreation of Helms Deep. Oh my god, yes. Or is it tiny? I think you could do it. So like, you it, have... does it look like actual Helms Deep size? Or is it just like...
2: So it would be about a 40 foot by 40 foot square.
1: How tall is it?
2: Um, Probably about...
1: 50 feet or so. Uh, let's see. So close to regular Helm Steep height was? Yeah. Okay, I like... not yeah, oh, 50
2: feet. Actually, no, not 50 feet. Um, It'd be more about maybe 20. 15, 20, well, I'd say. Is... I'm going to sleep behind Helm Steep's walls. Jesus, I love this. All right, so as you guys wake up, you see... A boat, a small boat, a small rowboat, and it washes up on the beach. Hey my bathtub. What are you guys gonna do?
1: Take a bath. With the rowboat. Well well it's gonna be there with me. <laughs> Jesus, okay. Um But I'm gonna take a bath in the in the water. Okay. Hey Barry, do you have any soap I can borrow? Um I no no I don't. Sorry. Darn. Eh I need soap on the rope so I'll drop the soap. Oh wait, I'm not in prison anymore.
2: Jesus. And then Barry just looks at you, just like, with a confused look on his face, and then he's with a confused look on his face, and then he's like, eh, fuck it, I don't care." And then he just oh. <laughs> he goes back to his work. And Barry could go ahead and examine the robot.
1: So he brought a six and in investigation. All right, I'm gonna go walk over Buckass Naked and investigate it. You could investigate a robot?
2: Oh my god. Let's do... Or you're gonna investigate the robot naked. Okay. Go ahead and roll me an investi- investigation check. Oh, shit. Mine's plus zero. We'll just do it raw. That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> it looks like a regular rowboat to me. But just you roll. A four. Four, damn. Okay. So you guys looking all over this... Peering all over this robot, trying to find... Something, but it just looked like an old rowboat to both of you. Dibs. Just drag out the waters. And then the half elf, he just showed you guys Hey, wait for me.
1: I need to go with you guys. This is important. Oh, so we got to take the boat to sea. Gotcha. Yes, of course. Well, you're rowing.
2: Go ahead and, as you guys start to row out, go ahead and make me. I'm going to go ahead and have Barry and. Um, go ahead and make Barry and Baba roll a perception check.
1: Natural 20.
2: Fuck me. Okay. I rolled at like 11. Wait, is it 11 or is it 12? That was 12. Okay. So Barry notices a. Um, barely, he's the seat's a little weird, a little wonky, a little off. Baba, however, with his nat 20, he notices that the seat is. I feel like there's something under the seat. Something that's not necessarily wood or metal, but something that's. Seems to animate, almost. Or something that could have come from something like that. I'm gonna lift up the seat. You lift up the seat. You see a small... Like an elf-sized skull. With some bones in there. And then you look on the other seat. On the other side of the rowboat. And there is... A, there's a skull in there too, with some bones, and there's a little bit of gold.
1: I say we throw the bones out and keep the gold.
2: Okay. There's about ten gold pieces sitting there. Five. For you. Five on each side. Yep.
1: Well, one for you, nine for me. How are you planning on splitting it up? Actually, I'm curious. five. Five. Okay. Sorry, well, I will be the one not collecting any of the gold. Okay. It'll be between Barry and uh, the half-elf. Okay.
2: (laughs) My character
1: sheet just crashed.
2: What do you mean it cracked? No, it crashed. Ah. It literally just crashed because I'm using my, my app
1: on my phone. So am my seeing a d and d beyond app. nice I like that That's a good one and you guys row out
2: for a little bit. I would say probably about two hours I yeah I said, I said one and a half two hours you guys are rowing. you guys are taking turns and you come across an island. It's got white sandy but, beaches.
1: Oh it's a small island.
2: Palm is it the trees,
1: the island, the what is it? The forbidden island, uh, it has the gates of hell on it. No, okay, good.
2: And you see, as you go into or as you dock on the island, you see some cobblestone paths. You see a lot of palm trees. Now oh. go ahead and roll me a perception check.
1: Nice palm trees.
2: <laughs> you rolled low, I'm guessing. Five. Damn. Barry rolled a 15, so he does notice some movement in the trees.
1: What movement? There's no movement. Hey, look over there. Look over where? Hey, look over there. You got some movement within the trees. No, we don't. Oh, I see it now. Go, go. Pulls out. Gets Maul ready. And
2: uh, as you guys... So... You see as you guys start to get closer on this, you start to see what looks like cultists. Mm. and You start to see cultists in red robes. Which are? They look like they're like holy boys, but not necessarily like um, of the good holy.
1: So pretty much a, an evil cult.
2: Basically, yeah. Looks like they worship something pretty bad. Do they worship the god of death? No. I'm not going to tell you anyway, but no. You got to figure it out for yourself. So, Betty's like, okay. Okay, so we, uh, you think you should sneak up on these guys?
1: No. Well, you two go sneak up behind them. I'll distract them from the front.
2: Okay. So then Barry's going to roll, let's roll a sleight of hand check against perception. That was cocked. Not sleight of hand, uh, stealth. So what did he roll? Uh, what's his stealth. Oh, stealth is a 19. He rolled a 19. And the perception. Deceptions kind of shit, So they don't really notice it as Barry sneaking up on them.
1: Can I do my distraction now?
2: Yes. As you go to do your distraction, you see them going down a cobblestone path towards a hut in the woods. Or in the palm trees. Towards what? A hut in the palm tree that looked like a stone hut.
1: Oh, so shy not to like, do anything then? You can if you want to. Okay, should I roll for a uh, persuasion or something? Are
2: you are you going to approach them? You're gonna are you gonna go in and oh, them? Okay. Roll me let's go roll persuasion, yeah. Go for it. That will be a fourteen. Okay. What do you usually roll against persuasion? Do you usually roll like,
1: um, perception? Which one is it? I've never actually had to deal with persuasion. Okay. Usually. <sighs> hey, wanna you- be priests, boys? Come over here and I'll chop your heads off and fart in your mouth.
0: Jesus.
2: Okay.
1: And make your wives watch.
2: And the priest boys look at you with a weird disproving look on their face.
1: Like, what the fuck is wrong with you?
2: Shoot! Shoot! Go away. What do you say, Zach?
1: Claim this land in the name of Bubba.
2: Bubba, I've never heard of him.
1: I am him.
2: Are you a god? I will be your god. Tell you you what: rolling intimidation. Roll me an intimidation check.
1: I have an advantage on intimidation.
2: Go for it, man.
1: So that is uh, 16 plus 7. 23. That's. Jesus. What I, and then
2: 17 plus 7. 24. Fuck. Jesus, dude. Okay.
1: I built a very solid character. I'm impressed. Well done. That's with the d d Beyond app.
2: I love. <laughs> so, these cultists, they're like,
1: Okay, don't get me. Fine. Now bow to me.
2: You see them bow before you. <laughs> kind of scary. Like,
1: oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, Barry. Elf! You can come out!
2: (laughs) Barry emerges from the palm trees. He's holding two palm leaves over himself, kind of like peeking out over him. It's like, what the hell is going on? I am their god now. And you see... Buried, say to them, "Cool cysts. Show us your hut. Show us what's inside. We'll spare you." And with your big intimidation, there's like, "Okay, fine. Okay, <laughs> fine." And they go ahead, and they go up to the door. They wiggle their little they wiggle their hands a little bit and it, the door slides open and it, it goes into a small room it doesn't really have a lot in it it does have a few windows it has two windows on uh, so when you go in let's say you go in straight you have one window to your left and one window to your right all right now also look they have a small trap door with a ladder that goes down what leads down there um it's a way we can get around we have these little huts around the island and just in general
1: where we can get around how big big is the island because never i'm thinking of an island how i'm thinking of it is uh Shit, where there's a... Actually, they wrote they wrote a book about it. So I, I guess it's
2: not necessarily... It's, like, not necessarily a big island. It's probably at least a few hundred. Probably about an acre. I'd say maybe a couple acres.
1: Okay, I was thinking just, like, a small patch of sand with, with a single palm tree. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's about... It's an acre or two, I'd say. Yeah, it's probably, like... Th- Actually, yeah, it's probably, probably like five
1: acres. we say about the size of the football field.
2: Yeah, let's go with that. Um, it's like there's just a couple of huts in the island, and then we have like a normal transportation route through here. It, we help us get goods. It helps out. Helps us get back.
1: To huh. other places. How did you guys get trapped out here? We took a boat, like you did. What happened to said boat?
2: Um a lot of things. It got broken and dismembered.
1: Huh. Use the firewood. If you come, whenever we're done here, come back to my homeland and serve me. Alright. That sounds good. And then we can have revenge for my father.
2: Okay. I'm done with that. And all of them are like, oi, oi, innocent. All of them are like, unison, like, oi, yes, of course. So, do you go down in the trap door? Yes. Okay. As you and Barry go down in the
1: trapdoor, along with the half-elf. You know, I kind of feel like Hernando Cortez. Oh, my God. Seriously, I do. That's amazing.
2: I love that. So you guys travel for a little bit. Uh, you pass like little storage compartments that look like underground. It's definitely under the water for sure. You can feel the pressure. I wonder, does this go all the way to the mainland? No. I don't, I don't think so. I mean, we go but down to the coast, but And after you travel for a little bit actually no i wouldn't say you were traveling for like yeah i don't know if you were traveling for a decent amount of time it, it definitely wasn't like hour and a half two hours i'd say with more like maybe 30 minutes to an hour it's, this thing is not that far out from the coast okay yeah, 30 let's say thirty-four, thirty 30 to 45 minutes you stumble upon this library man i don't know how to read I'm a holy man, I can teach you. I know how to read. Barry says. Okay. And he picks it up. He picks up one of the books. He's like... (coughs) Okay. Okay, so this one is called... Dragons for Dummies. What? What? This is Dragons
1: for Dummies? Dragons for Dummies. That's a new one.
2: Okay, so we fought a sun dragon. Are there any more giants? And you could see the the um, the half elf just gets like a weird look on her face. It's was like, "Oh shit!"
0: That's not good.
2: He's honestly like squeaking a little bit. What's wrong? He- I know what's down here. I'm not a fan of it. I'm not on... Fuck, What's his voice. Like, I am not a fan of it. I know what's down here, and I'm not a fan of it. Said did the they send into a trap? I... I think they did. I think maybe I did. <sighs> fuck.
1: I know what's going to happen. Was that was Barry the one swearing? No, it was um it was uh,
2: that. (laughs) Oh fuck. It was the
1: um the half elf. Okay. Should I get my weapons ready?
2: Not yet, you know (laughs) Not yet. You won't be needing it for a while, I don't think. Maybe maybe soon. I will keep Keep them prepared. I love this voice so much. And as you you look in this library, you also see a small shelf. There's no other doors other than the way you came in. And you see a small shelf. Okay. And this shelf has some potion bottles on it. You see that there's indents, there's six levels of potion shelf, And three potions are able to fit on each one, and there's indents in each little potion thing. But the only one that's filled right now is the one that has... So the one on top had three empty bottles of potion. Okay. Or it's it's or at least something that'll be like a potion. <sighs> this is gonna be fun. I've been looking forward to this. I'm going so, to avoid that shelf. Now with that, you also look. Do you look around any further in the library? Yeah. I'll,
1: let me roll a perception check.
2: Perception. Okay.
1: Uh, here's my D twenty. That's a natural 19. 19? Okay. So,
2: you look look around and you see a bunch of vials. And these vials are of orange, purple, and orange, purple, blue, and green powder. Mm Weird. gonna be fun. Now you see as well the bottom since you rolled that nineteen you see the bottom of the shelf has black dots on it. it has black dots on it. Mm. So it has mold. No. It's just black dots. Just normal black dots. Alright. Now, Barry, I'm gonna make Barry an intelligence check and see if he can make head or tail to that. Roll the 12. Okay, this is some kind of puzzle. Okay, it is some kind of puzzle. I don't know why these quotes say they're smart. Maybe something else put in, but I don't know. It's definitely some kind of puzzle.
1: I'll try a solve and puzzle. What should I roll?
2: Um, roll me intelligence.
1: So that'd be just a straight D20. Straight D20, yep. Go for it. That is a 19. 19? So
2: you have a strong uh, comp- compulsion. I'm trying to think of the word for a second. Yeah, it's compulsion. To take some of the vials... And pour them into the bottles. All right. Which yeah, color I... are you going? Which color are you going to choose? Could the order does matter?
1: Shit. What are my options again?
2: Yep. Blue, orange, purple, and green.
1: I'm gonna go with green first.
2: Green first? Okay. And what's your second one?
1: Purple. Purple? Okay. And what's your third one? Blue. Okay.
2: So as you pour these in, you start to see the colors change a little bit on the bottom, okay. on, the bottom of the, on the bottom of the shelf. Instead of being black dots, you see the first one turns to white, The second dot turns to white, and the third dot just disappears. And then Barry can take a try. So what are you going to do? I'm going to roll a d4 and see which one goes where, because I'm not cheating, because I know my own puzzle. Okay. So I'm just going to roll a D4 to make sure I don't fuck up. Actually no. Rules two, one. One. You're going to go ahead and pour in an orange blue and a blue now the first one okay so after that first one happened the second level of bottles on the shelves appeared and then he poured the orange the blue and the blue in and then the dots two of the dots disappeared the last two and then the first one turns to... White. Oh my. Now I'm gonna roll both. Roll intelligence check. Again.
1: That will be a
2: fourteen. Fourteen. So you feel like the the black. Dots, or you felt the white dots represent that the you have the right colors, but not the right bottles.
1: Huh? I, I thought there was only four bottles.
2: There, there's only three bottles on each on each shelf, but four colors. So, like, let's say since well, since you have the The green one in the first bottle, the purple one in the second bottle, and the blue one in the third bottle on the first level, you know that the the purple and the green both belong in bottles. Just not in that order. Or like the purple one does not belong in the middle one, and the green one does not belong in the first one.
1: And let's switch those two out. So you want to go
2: purple and green? Yeah, and then what do you want to do
1: for your last one? What color is your last?
2: You know the you know the orange showed up white, so you know what's in there too.
1: All right, let's throw the orange in too.
2: Okay. So as you do that, you see, or as you complete the second, as Barry does the second one you see the third level show up. You put the purple in the first thing, the, G, the green in the second one, and then the orange in the third one. And you see the lights come back on the bottom. You see the, the first one lights up black, the second one lights up white, and the third one lights up white.